everyone! This is Nikki. If this is your first time listening to Roleplay Radio, amazing! Welcome! This is a standalone episode. If instead you've been listening to our Strixhaven campaign, you may remember that the F-Squad were working on adapting a classic tragic play entitled Lilith, with some significant changes. Our table started to wonder what the actual story of Lilith was, so we figured that we would discover it in a one-shot. And so, without further ado, Roleplay Radio presents the original cast recording of The Tragedy of Lilith. And so with that, stage lights go up, and there is a lone nymph acting as narrator. Welcome one and all to Palace Village, the home of King Noel, King of the Forest Satyrs, and until very recently, his wife, Queen Nizzy. As it is, you are too late to see Palace Village in its prime. You see, the good Queen Nizzy passed away some 40 days ago, and Today marks the end of the official mourning period. Nevertheless, King Noel remains a wreck. But who cares about stuffy old king anyways? <laughs> you all came here to see Princess Lilith. Well, you're in luck, for you see, I'm her handmaid. If you take a look, you can spot me there, bringing in the morning tea to Lilith's hut. And indeed, a nymph is bringing <laughs> Lilith her morning tea. Comes in, she says, Morning, mistress. I hope you're feeling bright-eyed and bushy-tailed this morning, for today's the day you'll be meeting your fiancé, Sir Ray Orseal. Do I have to? Ah, uh, I mean, what else are you gonna do today, mistress? Anything else? Ah, uh, it... As far as I know, you were going to meet him in the dining hall, so unless you didn't want to eat... Uh, you know, the dining hall that's just been reopened today after the 40 days of mourning. Right, and I have eaten in the last 40 days. But now you have to eat in the dining hall. <sighs> what if I don't want to do the things I'm supposed to do? Well, you know, I don't want to be a maid. I want to be out there making flowers with the other nymphs. But if I can do it myself, then so can you. You know, I'm not the one making you. No, but your father is signing my paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> to be your maid. And I suppose is also making me go to this stupid thing. Maybe you'll like him. Maybe you'll fall desperately in love. Yes, sure. And maybe the trees will start walking. Well, I mean, they do that occasionally. <laughs> you don't notice. <laughs> You know, Sir Ray Orseal is a very close friend of your father's. That must be why the engagement was able to come together so fast. Wonderful. Little did Princess Lilith know, her actual true love, Bastion, was just around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> 
Both halves of him are extremely muscular, and he has flowing hair that is somehow both brown and gold at the same time. Mm. And another one that looks as stealthy as a centaur can look. <laughs> both of them are accompanied by a surprisingly good-looking goblin named Dybrock. Dybrock says, I, Palace Village is just down that way. I'll leave you two here. I already feel hungover just being this close. Why'd you want to come here again? Uh, well, you know, it's not a huge deal, Dybrock. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for taking us all this way. I know it's been really far out of your way, so I appreciate it a whole lot. Oh, uh, yeah, well, you know what I say. Dybrock looks out for Dybrock. And maybe you, if you pay well enough. Right, of course. And as Prince Bastian, I should be able to pay pretty well because I recognize this position of privilege I come from. And another bit of my privilege as prince is that I'm here because, well, I guess there's some sort of arranged marriage thing going on and I'm supposed to marry Lilith. Or at least that's what Queen Nizzy said. Well, I don't know nothing about no Queen Nizzy. Good queen from what I've heard she is, so, you know, good on you, I'm sure. Theodilus is just hovering behind at your side, looking very serious, very silent. Theodilus, it's okay. Dybrock is chill. <laughs> I don't trust anyone. I don't even trust you, but I am at your command. <laughs> All right, Dybrock, here's some gold, and he hands him like an unreasonably large sack of what? gold. <laughs> oh, well, this'll, this'll get me around for a while. Thanks for that. Hey, take care of yourself. And then uh, Bastian turns to Theo and says, Listen, Theo, with the whole at your command thing, like, I know that I'm Prince Bastion, protector of my people, born under an auspicious moon beneath the shade of the great Scarlet <laughs> Oak Tree, and a friend to man and horse kind alike who volunteers at the Centorphanage every first day and fifth day. <laughs> but I'm just like a normal guy like you, so I'd appreciate if you just treated me like that. Theodilus looks you straight in the eyes holds eye contact for a long time and just goes, I am still. I am darkness. I am at your command. <laughs> Alright, well, I appreciate your devotion, but yeah, you know what? I just appreciate your devotion. <laughs> look around, see what the secrets there are to sniff out. Sure, why not? Right. <laughs> Heads off, and before you leave Dybrock, he says, uh, I'll be sticking around the forest for a couple of days if you need anything. Just look up for a hammock and you'll find Dybrock. Alright, <laughs> sounds good, Dybrock. Catch you later. Sure. And then I'll canter off. <laughs> the palace village. King Noel was meeting with his best friend, the cleric Rayorsiel, and Rayorsiel's uh, vibrant little <laughs> sister, Genadea. <sighs> Thanks so much for being here, old friend. I've only just been able to reopen the dining room in an official capacity. I haven't been back in here since 
Well, we won't speak of it now, will we? Come, another drink! Oh, can, can I play Dragon Chess? Is it a three-player game? Well, what's your sister on about? Three-player game? Well, you know, the best games are group games, and perhaps we can make an exception. Or so you want to share your turn with your little sister? <laughs> Brother dear, that's rude. Well, that settles it then. No dragon chess for you, Ganny. Ganna. Ganadea, you've you've known me for like fifteen years. Ago. I, I've known you longer than that one, but name's so hard to pronounce. And when you're already so far in your cups, I'll just be in the back playing the violin as usual while you two play dragon chess for the one millionth time. That's a great idea. Now. Hmm. Ray Orsil! Yes. Ray Orsil! She starts playing very finish. annoyingly. <laughs> very loud and uh, very much not the relaxing tune you're looking for in a game of Dragon Chest. He, he's going to cast light off of like a reflective metal surface to see if he can just blind you. <laughs> Let's see. That's a very good perception check, so the light really stinks. <laughs> okay. Stop! You know what? I'm going for a walk because, well, the patriarchy in this room is <laughs> reeking. I don't know that word. And... Your move! Ah, oh, right, yes. Ah, Rosu, with you wedded to Lilith, I shall have a proper family again and a proper next king of the satyrs. Yes, this sounds wonderful, as I, Rayosil, being king of the forest of satyrs, LLC. <laughs> I like the rebranding, Rayorsil. Bringing a new dawn, new era. Of course, keep the old god values. Let's raise our breakfast needs to LLC. Oh, for you, and I, Rayorsil. <laughs> Ganadea, yeah. you just went off on your own. Mm -hmm. As you are walking along through Palace Village, you suddenly encounter a spot that just goes completely dark. You are just shrouded in darkness. And out of the darkness, you hear a voice. Hey there, cutie pie. Seems like you could use a chance for everyone to find love. You know, I can give you a hand. Oh my, I've fallen asleep in the guest chambers again, haven't I? Yes, this is quite familiar. I'm here, my dear. Oh, that's cute. I know, I know how enticing I must sound to make you think you're dreaming, but in a day of this, this is real. Well. What are you waiting for? Show your face, my love. Oh, no, no, I, I'm not your love. I'm the one who can bring you love for everyone. And all I need is for you to do a little something for me. That sounds a bit like a scam. You haven't even heard what it is yet. Okay, what is it? All I need is that everybody in your life can find love. It's for you to murder your brother. How's that sound? Uh, she starts fanning herself uh, <laughs> with like her violin. Uh, please come again. I don't understand. Oh, dearest, 
How is one thing related to the other? I mean, I... Well, you see, you do a little something for me. And I'll do a little something for you. Oh. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. You don't even have to answer now. All you need to do is do the deed. And I'll come so that you can collect. Sound good, cutie pie? Oh, sweet Scarlet, what have I gotten into? And as you say that, the darkness dissipates, but there is nobody there that you can see anymore. Whoever was there has left. Lilith, where are you? Procrastinating. <laughs> Lilith will procrastinate as much as her nymph maid will allow. That's probably a pretty long time. Yeah. You found everything seems to get done with Peria, but you have never seen her working. Okay. Yeah, she's just going to go through and be very indecisive about what she wants to wear, and then she'll put on some things and then decide, no, no, not this, take those off, try other things wasting time because she does not want to go through with everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, that one brings out your eyes. You should wear that one. I think I'll go back to the other one. Uh, uh, okay. Where is Bastion in this? How close is he? Dybrock dropped Bastion and Theodilus right at the entrance of the village. And it's a relatively small village because that's why it's essentially Palace Village. For the most part, the satyrs just live in the woods. And so their equivalent of a palace is just a small village where the noble families live. So he is not far away. Cool. There's a specific conversation I want Lilith to have that would be really funny if Bastion overheard. All right. Without Lilith having any idea that he's there. On the way to the dining hall, Lilith is continuing to talk her into basically escaping <laughs> with her. Like, you know, maybe we could just run away. Oh, but I mean, if I ran away, then I might not be in the forest anymore and being a nymph kind of need the forest. But there are, there are other types of nymphs though. There are sea nymphs and things like that. But I'm not a sea nymph. Can't just become a sea nymph. Can you become a centaur? <laughs> no, I've tried. Really? <laughs> You're faster and can go other places more. Anyway, is this your magic stuff? <sighs> My magic stuff doesn't do things like that. So then your magic stuff also can't make me a sea nymph? No, I'm done. I could make you very cold. Um, I know, it's, it's probably not very helpful. Yeah, I think I'll pass on that one. Just, <laughs> I don't want to do this. I don't care who this person is. I don't just want to go off and marry some dumb prince. I mean, I think he's just a sir, not a prince, if that helps. <laughs> not really. He comes very highly recommended from your father. Yeah, well, my father also thinks uh, 40 days is plenty to mourn a loved one. You know, I know that he thinks that, but I think that he's actually hurting inside should comfort him, bring him a little joy, maybe fall in love with this man. <laughs> Great, I'll just manipulate my own emotions in order to appease my heartless father. There you go, that's how you do it. Great. <laughs> you know, I, I think I forgot something uh, back at the hut. I can fetch 
fetch it for you. No, that that's okay. I can I can go get it. I can use the exercise. All right, all right, fine. I'll just go in and you know taste test your food for you. <laughs> Great. She didn't actually forget something. She's still just finding excuses not to do this. Oh. <laughs> you say as Lilith and her maid are walking off stage from stage left together, walk Bastion and Theodilus. Right. It's an exit port there. Yeah. And over there. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Theo, did you did you hear that? That sounds awful. Whoever that person is, I hope they don't have to marry some dumb prince. I mean, it sounded like it was just a sir. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's true. But she was so... Did you see her? I was looking for exit strategies. Right, well, while you were doing that, I was just like... Wow. She's so pretty, man. Is she? Yeah. Hey, Theodilus, I have a question for you. What is it? Have you ever been in love before? <laughs> Once. I was in darkness, and I encountered the purest form of darkness. I had a female voice, and that shit, that was pretty hot. My follow-up question was gonna be, how can you tell, but it kind of sounds like how you could tell was because it was hot and dark. Exactly. It felt like she was just the reflection of everything that I want to be, and I can't be. Right. Well, sorry to hear that, Theo, but it's kind of a shame that I have to marry Lilith. Otherwise, I would totally try to ask who that person was. You're doing the good for your people. I know. Born I'm under the, bo the moon. auspicious moon, yes. beneath the shade of Scarrot's oak tree, uh, protector of my people, proficient in gourmet cooking, mixed martial arts, and also therapeutic massage, I know. Thanks for that, by the way. It was really, really yeah, nice. Thanks. I'm just going to be thinking about her all day. Well, might as well go meet this king. Can probably introduce you to the princess. Yeah. Yeah. And he looks off dreamily into the distance <laughs> as he walks off. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. The, 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 the background lifts up to reveal the dining hall again, where, mm. where King Noel and Rayorcio are playing dragon chess. And I think Inadea will walk right up to their table again with a plate full of pastries. King Noel, may I interrupt? Interrupting dragon chess? For a very good cause, your highness. Pastries! <laughs> and he rolls a sleight of hand check. And he rolls a 19 plus 4, and he's gonna take. I will roll right back, hang oh, on. That's right, that's right, I forgot. Plus 6? God damn it. How many things? He takes 5. <laughs> <laughs> Gives the king 5. Oh, actually, yes, that's a great call, brother. You're so smart. Has anyone told you that you're very intelligent, brother? They have! In fact, did you know that if you're playing Dragon's Chess for hours like we do, you can burn quite the caloric load? Oh, Thank yeah. you for the pastries. Well, I, I'm sorry to say, there are some townsfolk outside that are saying they could outdrink you, King No. Oh, no! And I think that you should absolutely go and prove them wrong. This Whoa. is a silver tongue persuasion check. A 13. It does not take much to convince okay. King Noel 
that he needs to go <laughs> drink. They, they're waiting right now. They're, they're saying how you, they could out drink you under the table. They haven't seen anything yet. And King Noel exits just as he is exiting. Peria does come in as she was just outside of the dining hall. She walks in on uh, Ganadea sitting down in King Noel's seat, continuing to play dragon chess with Rayor Seal and just picks up the king's drink and starts drinking that. Oh, sorry, you were interrupting a conversation that hasn't happened yet. Um, it's, it's the, the dining hall for the entire palace village. Okay, give us five minutes, five minutes. Uh, okay. I just five minutes. <laughs> the 19 persuasion. Hey, Perry leaves. <laughs> she assumes that this is Lilith's new fiance and she doesn't want to make a bad impression. Nope. Brother dear. Mm, yes. <laughs> May I pick your ear? Lucky for you, I cleaned them this morning. Ha! <laughs> the table very loudly. Hilarious. Uh, on his own joke. Starts looking over some of the flittering through the other pastries on the king's side of the table. Have you ever heard of a higher calling? As a cleric, I'm, sh I'm, I'm sure you have. What does it feel like? Because, like, can you Sister. ask- Sister! Please, come out and say something. After all these years, you know I know when you're trying to- Wind me up. I'm not trying to wind anyone up. You're trying to wind me up, if anything. What does it feel like? Does your god speak to you? Does he say kind words to you in a very seductive manner? And offer you goodies in exchange for favors? Is that what that feels like? He, he leans in closely. I don't know what type of deities or other clerics you've been gallivanting around with, but no. Uh, that, that doesn't happen like that at all. Okay. Weird. I don't know why you would ask me that. Be what? Don't worry about it. I just. What? How do you feel? Let's talk about you for for a change. Enough asking me questions about my own personal stuff. How do you feel now that you're gonna meet your your betrothed? Today's the day. Yeah. Feels great. What are you planning on saying? You know, words. First impressions are everything, and words can make all the difference. I have had many years of practicing words, so I can find any of them I need when I meet her. I haven't oh. written anything, that's for plebeians. <laughs> that's cute. Last time in your speech you said, I have the best words. <laughs> that sentence is not only at a kindergarten level, it is atrocious. What does that word mean? It means disgusting, atrius? insulting, repulsive. I've had some atrius pie. I had to take a few steps outside, walk around the palace guard walls. Uh, of course. All right. This is getting boring. I agree, man. Goodbye. <laughs> We're going to cut to Lilith. Lilith, you have also walked off on your own now, right? <laughs> yes. So... Much as Kenadea experienced, you're just kind of walking along, you're outside, and then suddenly you are just surrounded by darkness. And out of the darkness, you hear a voice. Hey there, sugar plum. Seems like this isn't where you want to be. You want some help getting out of here? Hi. Who are you? Oh, you can call me Gabby. Now, I have an offer for you, if you want to take it. What's the offer? I can get you everything you want. I can get you out of this silly little village, take you wherever you want to go, whether it's a ship 
out in the storms, the coasts. Let you live to your full potential. And I just ask for one little thing in return. I'm not agreeing, but what do you want? Well, you see, there are some uh, strangers coming to your village today. One of them, you'll know him when you see him. He is tall, dark, and doomy. You catch my drift. All you need to do is get rid of him. You know, in the permanent sense. Like, have him exiled? More like, have him executed. <laughs> I'm just a princess. I don't have that authority. No, but you have magic, don't you? Seem like a pretty powerful sorcerer to me. And why would I execute a stranger? To get out of here. To get everything that you want. That doesn't... But why does... Why would... Just think about it. You do it. You can come collect. And after a little bit, the darkness fades. And it is a case of you are just outside. You have no idea where this person has gone. We haven't checked in on Bastion in a bit. Yes, Bastion is probably headed into the palace, though who knows where Theodilus has snuck off to. Can and I he... bump into Bastion? <laughs> if you want to bump into Bastion, you can bump into Bastion. In, in a bit. <laughs> and he is just looking for somebody to be, hit, be a receptionist and just like tell him where to go. He's asking around, basically being like, excuse me, do you know Lilith? Do you know where she is? <laughs> yeah, I have an appointment or arrangement with her. You're meeting Lilith? I think she's a little busy today, man. Oh, well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Do you I know mean, where she would be? Probably at the dining hall. Uh, oh, look, yeah, there's Peria. She can probably find Lilith for you. Oh, They're okay. usually together all the time. Sweet. Thanks, Ken. <laughs> yeah, anytime. <laughs> and I will go approach Peria. Excuse me, uh, you don't know me, but I'm, uh, I'm Bastian, and I was, I was told to come here to meet Lilith. What, today? Yeah. Uh, Is that weird? Can I, should I come back a different day? Well, Lilith's meant to meet her fiancé today. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm here for. You're also meeting Lilith's fiance today? No, 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 no. I, well, I guess I kind of am because I'm. You meet the new version of yourself every single day, and it becomes a different version of yourself that you have to meet and then learn to love. But I'm also meeting Lilith because I am supposed to be her fiance. So you're Ray Orseal. Well, no, I'm Bastian. But Lilith's fiance is Ray Orseal, the king's best friend. Well, that doesn't make any sense because the queen told me that I was. Um, made an offer that... Uh, what? Uh, the queen died. Forty days ago. She did what? Yeah, she, um... It's all kind of hush-hush. We just know that she died at dinner. Oh man, I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, you know, we've spent a long time traveling across the entirety of this world to get here. Maybe... I mean, I could show you the letter if you want to see it. It's just... Uh, sure? Well, th this is Nizzy's handwriting for sure. Um, maybe she never told King Noel? Uh, 
I guess so. Look, if it's too much trouble, I can come back a different day, if that's all. I mean, I think Lilith will be engaged then, because she's already engaged now, so I don't really know what you coming back a different day would do. I don't know, it just seems like this is a lot of stress to be putting on you. I don't really want to be putting things on your plate. I understand you're probably just, like, a servant, and that's a stressful position to be in, especially with how rural families can act. Wow, you really get it, don't you? Yeah, uh, I mean, I try. I... I, I try to listen to people and learn from them in my day-to-day. -day. So, I haven't met Lilith's actual fiancé yet, but you, you seem like a good guy! Yeah, yeah, I guess a lot of people tell me that. They're always like, you know, you're Prince Bastion, protector of your people, born under an auspicious moon under the shade of Scarlet's oak tree. And that's when I will come in and trip. <laughs> My violin, like, skids over <laughs> into, uh, Bastion's hoops. Bastion reaches down to pick it up, and as he comes back up to, with the violin in his hands, he does, like, a hair toss, and his long, luxurious hair just, like, flies up in the air. Sweet. Oh, oh goodness, Scarret, forgive these thoughts. Sorry. Uh, here's your violin. Thank you. I don't think it broke, but, you know, if it did, then I can get you another one if you want. Oh. Oh, that's mighty kind of you, are you? Oh, I'm Prince Bastion. You interrupted my introduction, but it was gonna end with the fact that I have a 16 abs because I have 8 on each torso. <gasps> you wouldn't be one of the, uh, the, the showcases for today's talent show, would you? No, I'm supposed to be marrying Lilith. Give us five minutes, Peria. Peria, five minutes, Peria. Again? Just, just five minutes. Can I go into the dining room this time? That's a seventeen silver tug. Oh, just five minutes. Okay, she goes into the dining room. <laughs> that was where she was supposed to be this whole time. <laughs> You're supposed to be what? Marrying Lilith. Who says who? Says the, uh, says the late queen. May she rest in peace. Oh, wait. So, she wanted you to marry Lilith, but now King Null wants my brother to marry Lilith. If I do the deed, everyone finds love. Oh my goodness. Don't worry, I'm just babbling. <laughs> um, uh, I've never been in a loss for words before. You, you good? No. No, someone wants me to do something, Bastion. And I don't know if I can follow through with it, but I feel like this is a sign that I might, might just have Listen, to. Listen, can I tell you something that my father, the King of the Centaurs, used to tell me all the time? Yeah? Always chase after your dreams. I think that advice applies to most situations. Could I ask you one question? Sure. How do you know if it's a dream or a nightmare? I guess it's similar to how you know if you're in love or not. Is it dark and hot? <laughs> I, I've never been in love. I just read about love, and I put on the plays for the king about love. Right, but was your dream slash nightmare dark and hot? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, then according to my best friend and squire, Where then is... it was a dream. And who is that? Is he here? Oh, his name is Theodilus. And yeah, he's somewhere. Yeah, he failed his stealth check. You just <laughs> kind of see him, like, going from behind one hut to behind another one, just, like, shuffling along. <laughs> there he is right now. Oh, oh bless his heart. You, you've given me much to think about. Prince Bastion, Prince of the... Prince of the Centaurs. Friends of the... Friend of the... Friends of horse. Uh, horse and mankind alike, yes. Right, right. She spends like five straight seconds looking at your abs and then finally says, Bye, and then just give him up. 
Well, this is turning out to be an interesting day. I guess I'm gonna go meet Lilith and also my new self. <laughs> So, Bastian canters along into a complete swarm of darkness around him, and out of the darkness, he just hears, Hey there, Mr. Tall, Dark, and Doomy. Seems like you aren't being seen for who you want to be seen. Is that right? Well, yeah. You're the first person who's, like, really recognizes. Am I in love? This, this feels like the thing that my best friend slash squire was just describing. Oh, you know, maybe I have a lot of admirers, so you could be in love. And as the person that you're in love with, I can help you if you help me. Well, I don't know if I'm in love with you, it's just that I can't get that satyr from before off my mind. Oh? Seder from before? Yeah, I don't know her name or anything. I just, I just saw her walking by and she was gonna get married to some prince or sir. It just sounded like such a bad thing. I wouldn't want to do that to her. Is that what you really want, though? Or do you want people to see you as a normal guy? I guess I want both. And if you had to choose? I would want her to see me as a normal guy. Mm. Well, you know, one way to do that take out the competition. You mean the guy that she... the guy that she is engaged to? The sir? That's the one. Well, that sounds like a really mean thing to do. Yeah, well, you know, normal guys, they're mean. It's, you want to be one, it's time you started acting like one. I don't know if I could do that. Well, you do it. And I'll help everybody see you for exactly how you want to be seen. You don't do it. Well, no harm, no foul, right? I mean, there's gotta be a different way, right? Darkness dissipates. There's gotta be. He looks around just to see if anybody else has seen what just happened. And continues cantering <laughs> at a slower, more cautious pace. <laughs> that we should uh, make it back to the dining room mm -hmm. because that is where Lilith is supposed to be going. <laughs> it's where Ray Orseal already is. Ray Orseal, yes. So he, yeah, he's playing dragon's chess by himself. Just, yeah, just that's right, himself. no one also left. He loves his own company. He's <laughs> loving it. <laughs> so Lilith, I think you arrive and you find Peria standing outside of the dining hall. I'm so confused. I went in, and then I got sent out, and then I got sent back in again, and then he was just playing chess by himself, and it was awkward, so I walked out again. Who's sending you places? It's this satyr girl with an instrument. I don't know. She's very convincing. You don't have to just listen to people. You can stand up for yourself. But what if I don't get paid? Yes. The person who writes your checks, the one telling you things? No. So why bother listening to them? I, I don't I thought that was my job. Isn't your job to help me? Yes. And I say listening to random satyrs with instruments is not helping me if it stresses you out. That's fair. 
I'll go tidy up your hut then. Oh, okay. I know uh, cleaning helps you relax, so... I, I already taste tested a plate of food for you and left it on the table. She scurries off. <laughs> and Lilith just takes a deep breath, peeks through like a window or like a crack in the door or something to try and see inside, and then decides to just head in finally. Alright, Seal, what does Lilith see? <laughs> fingers are steepled up to his goat-like facial hair. Is this the equivalent of the bathing scene? Yes, it is when Lilith first meets Rayorsil. Uh, okay. Oh, is that supposed yeah. to be the first time she meets him is when he's in that? That's what y'all said! Oh, okay. that's amazing! Yeah. Alright, so what you see is Rayorsil, like, steeple-fingered crouch, looking at the table at eye level, and his ass, <laughs> uh, like, like, a, like a Ren and Stimpy close-up, is what you see, and maybe there's like a little fly <laughs> buzzing around, he's scratching himself, which is what's unbecoming. <clears throat> he's looking for his move. Ah, ah, ah. Mm. Okay, okay. Ah. He stands up at attention like a mighty king, pretending, and he's on his tippy hoofs. <laughs> <laughs> and with a mighty blow, I, Rayosio, king of all the lands, shall smite thee with the powerful horned ram hand of I, Rayosio. <laughs> and he takes the queen and, ready or not, here we come! <laughs> right before he gets there. Oh no. <laughs> A sudden gust of wind comes and blows all of the chess pieces <laughs> over. Okay. <laughs> and he's racing in. He's racing in, and this is absolutely Lilith using gust. <laughs> all of the chess pieces get knocked over. The shutters on the windows kind of rock back and forth. <laughs> he goes in. Oh. Aha! Stronger than I thought! He's fully taking credit for that gust of wind because his arms moving so powerfully quickly <laughs> must have knocked over. He goes to, you know, set the table up and, and he'll look up and say, Oh! Papa! Sorry Papa. for the gust of wind. Uh, it smelled a little stuffy in here. I thought I'd clear out the air. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, the, the wind! <laughs> Mm. Uh, hello? Hello. He doesn't know what to do with his hands. They're <laughs> at his sides, then they're crossed. I think he's gonna... <laughs> Lilith, I presume? Regrettably. <laughs> Wit! I like that! He is, uh, he does not know what to do. He has never really spoken to a princess, ever. He is, he's just a, a, a sir who, who will speak bombastically. So he'll just rely on his good looks. Not much of a conversationalist, are you? Much more of a strategist and future king. Are you? And what are your plans, has future king. To take this good king, dumb and make it gooder, of course. More gold, food, 
trappings! And how are you going to do that? By working very hard. What? Being a king! <laughs> so you want more food? And trappings! Well, what are you going to hire the farmers from? What land are they going to farm for this food? Which is why we are so glad to welcome you into the fold. We have great minds and greater horizons for minds like yours. With me, Rossio. <laughs> right. I think I get it. In the backdrop, you just see the door open and Ganadea is there and sees the two of you. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you get it, and maybe one day you can explain it to me. <laughs> that is a joke. <sighs> yes, I don't think there is enough chalk in the entire countryside. He, that completely goes over his head. <laughs> and he just, we have plenty of chalk here. <laughs> All the chalk you could need. I'm trying to find a way to make him explode in anger. And he's, he's trying to find a way to verbally take anything that you say and just try to make it sound grand because, yeah. my god, he is so small. Yeah. <laughs> Feminine wiles of a challenge! Does he actually say that? Out loud, apropos of nothing. Like, he's just sitting there looking off in the distance as if he finished a sentence or answered a question that you didn't ask. <laughs> oh. Well, that's a statement. So then, where would you see your queen in this, with her feminine wiles? Charming the city, of course. We, we need the baby kisses. You will be great here, and we will have plenty of trappings. So by my side, we will rule. Right. Definitely both of us, huh? And say, what if, uh, your queen wanted to travel. Mm. We have a great yard! <laughs> a front and back. We're building a side one. That's how I make this place even gooder. More travel. Outside of the kingdom. We are royalty here. Why go further? Look, I'm sure you mean well, but I don't really see this one. It is a good thing that it's, it's already worked out. Because the, the king, right? Sure. My father, the good king, has certainly worked some things out. But does that mean I have no say in this? Does that mean that I don't have any way to say no? There will be choices at dinner. And he gets up and walks out. <laughs> That's his version. That's close yeah. enough to explode in that. <laughs> he yeah. explodes in the next room. Check those off. What if he like runs over to like the bathroom and just like puts water in his face and gives himself like this immense pep talk? <laughs> like he's he's really upset at himself for not being able to compete with the wit and <laughs> brain power of, of Lilith and he will not be outdone or embarrassed but also like 
girls and stuff. Is that something you want to do? Come on, Ray. Come on. You're a king, kind of. You're a sir. <laughs> you will be trothed to this one. We will. We we will do this. We will have what we want. Water. Oh no. Face. Lucille. Fire in the bathroom. Everything goes dark. Oh god. He shuts his eyes, <laughs> just splashes face with water, opens his eyes, and it's still just as dark as when they were shut. Yep. I'm wet and I'm dark. It's dark. And I'm wet. Yes. Hello? Good connections, hot stuff. Well, hello. Hello to you. Yeah. So, mm. I hear you're gonna be the next king. Word travels fast, young maiden. It is I, Rayosia, who will be king here in these fine lands, yes. And and you'll be the king for welfare and the the advancement of the forest of Seder. And for the good of the people. It's very noble. Yes, it is. You know, King Noel doesn't really seem to be looking out for the good of the people. His entire solution to everything seems to be to throw a party. Well, how else will you rub elbows and meet the people? <laughs> Get the elbows greased. Hmm? I'm just saying, you know, King Noel's not that old. He's gonna be around for a little while, even after you marry his daughter. I could make you king now. Why wait? I, I do have good ideas. Indeed. I might yes. even have the goodest ideas. The goodest. <laughs> this, this, this kingdom of Knowles, he's, he has had it for quite a long time. Much too long. He did that whole unification so that it got even larger. Took me from my home. Raised me very kindly and my, my sister, yes. You know, hot stuff, I think you and I could be friends. I like this nickname. <laughs> me too. You can call me Gabby, by the way. So, you do something for me, and I'll do something for you. Oh, a little cloak and dagger? Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't even think you're gonna mind what I suggest you do. I don't have much mind. Too matter. You know, that's why you're my favorite. So, if you want to be king sooner, and you want my help, all you have to do is kill King Noel. You can do that for me, right, hot stuff? <laughs> when you put it that way. <laughs> oh, but he has, he has many people in his protection. Oh, but you're so big and strong. Of you can't handle them. I am mighty. Gray or silver, after all. The goodest. Dare I say, the greatest. Oh. <gasps> Maybe after you kill the king. And the darkness fades away and you are alone. I don't know what everybody else thinks, but I think it's time for Lilith, Lilian, <laughs> Bastion and Lilith to meet. That is Lilian. That exactly, is the, that's their yeah, ship name. Yeah, is Lilian, Lilian. Or Bastion, but I like Lilian. This has such a really wonderful, like, rapid Shakespearean kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lilith is leaning out a window with the plate of, you know, taste-tested food, dejectedly munching trying to figure out how to handle 
getting out of this situation. <laughs> so, uh, Bastian takes a deep breath as he's just like right outside of the dining hall. He looks around for Theodilus, doesn't see him anywhere. He's sure that he's following along somewhere. And he just says to himself, It's alright, Bastian. You can uh, give up on your dreams and do what a prince should do. Man, I just like wish I had another chance to see that girl one more time. And then he opens the doors. <laughs> Basically, the Romeo and Juliet overture plays as the doors open for Bastion to reveal Lilith. But it's just like shot in soft focus, whatever the equivalent of that is on stage. Uh, so she has her elbow on the windowsill and her head in her hands. The soft green tinted light as it filters through the leaves outside dances across her face as the shadows shift in the breeze. And with the doors opening, she's half expecting to see her betrothed or her drunken father wandering in. So she looks up, and her hair does a little flip. <laughs> and she just sees the silhouette of this tall, thin, muscular, handsome centaur. And their eyes meet across the dining hall. <laughs> oh, uh... Hello. Hello. Hi, uh, I, I, I'm looking for, uh, uh, Lilith. Well, we found her. Oh, you're, you're Lilith. Okay, I'm, uh, I'm per- uh, I'm Squire Bastion. <laughs> oh. Uh, nice to meet you, and I imagine Bastion's hand is like, a fair bit higher mm -hmm. as a centaur versus a satyr. So he her. trots over and <laughs> does like a the centaur equivalent of a squat. <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you as well. I, I mean, I, I, I heard that. I, I'm sorry about what happened to your mother. Well, don't say that too loud. We're only allowed to grieve for forty days here. I guess it's you know. I, I feel like grief is something that you you can carry with you for as long as you want. As long as it's not something that impacts your day-to-day. -day. I mean, there's a healthy period of time that you can grieve for. And that period of time is likely more than 40 days. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that was my first thought, too. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's really nice to, to, meet, to meet you. Uh, you as well. We don't see many centaurs here. Yeah, I'm, I'm here with Prince Theodilus. <laughs> It's, it's a, for, for some business things. Oh, with the king, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Well, good luck. Apparently some of the townsfolk have challenged him to a drinking contest, so he's well in the cups by now, I'm sure. From outside, you just hear cheering. <laughs> someone going, King Null's the winner again! King Null, King Null, King Null, I guess I'll just wait here. Uh, do you mind if I, do you mind if I say something? I don't want to get into your like personal business, but I was overhearing you talking to Peria uh, on the way here. I met her on the way here. She's she's also really nice. Uh, and I just wanted to say, it kind of sucks that you have to just marry some prince just because your dad says so. Well, apparently he's not a prince. He's just a sir. That's <laughs> a difference. He just wants to be king. 
Well, what do you want? To be more than a princess. I was born with these abilities. It had to do with the storm the night I was born, lightning and all that other stuff. And, well, they're just kind of wasted here. You know, I totally get that. I mean, I'm not a prince, but if I were one, I don't think I would want people to just see me as, like, Prince Bastion, protector of my people, born under an auspicious moon underneath the oh holy oak tree of Scarret, known for going to therapy and then applying what he learns in therapy <laughs> to his relationships. Uh, I feel like that last one isn't typically associated with royalty. I mean, you'd be surprised, back where I come from, royalty is just kind of like a title that gets placed upon you and People put our princes up on a pedestal. Like, I'm, I'm, by people, I mean like me, because I'm not a prince. Wait, are you complaining about yourself? I, I guess, uh, yeah. It's just like self-reflection, you know? <laughs> well, Bastion, uh, I was thinking of going for a bit of a walk. Would you care to join me? Oh yeah, sure. Do you want me to carry you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, is that awkward? I just offer that to everybody because I'm like, Mad buff. <laughs> uh, well, why don't we uh, go for a walk, and if I get tired, I'll let you know. All right, yeah, sounds good. Can I tell you, what do you want to? Okay, so as they exit the dining hall, you know, the curtains close, they open again to reveal this lush forest. Yeah. Uh, you already see the hammock there. Ganadea walks in from stage left and it's just... <sighs> what an unfortunate turn of events, Ganadea. Oh, quite a dilemma you find yourself. Oh, conundrum, yes, indeed. <sighs> Talking to yourself. Oh, dearest, is that you? Well, oh, you sound mighty different. Uh, I don't know who your dearest is, but, uh, hey, I'm Dybrock. And he <laughs> drops down from the hammock up above. Ah! Oh, shit! Oh, who, who, who are you? Dybrock. Were you sent by her? Gabby, I think it was. Uh, I was here as the guide for, uh... The guide? That sounds right. I'll guide you in the right direction. Everyone will find love if you just do this one thing for me. That's you. You're here. For me, right? This is it, Kennedy. This is it. This is the moment. Well, listen, lady. Um, I'm not really here for you unless you wanted to pay me and then... I do. Oh, well then. I am here for you. Uh, if I were to... If I were looking for some poison... Some poison to maybe off someone? You can ask no questions there, whatever your name was. Dybrock. Dybrock. I digress. <laughs> How much, for, say, for one one poison? How much for one poison? Yeah. King Nor signs my paychecks, and he doesn't pay me much, but I do have 15 gold. I feel like poison costs more than that. How's this? 15 gold and a good song. In fact, I'll write you one, and I'll play it every year. On my birthday? On your, well, I don't know when your birthday is. But, but will you play it on my birthday? You know what? Sure, at this point. How good a song? Uh, I write mostly love ballads. 
but I could write something along the lines of, uh, like an old, uh, folktale, hero folktale about the mighty Digroth. Dibrock. Dibrock. Roll me a persuasion. It is 21. Alright, you are extremely convincing. You do know who I am, right, Digroth? Dibrock. I am King Null's bard. And as King Null's bard, I am the most well-known bard in all of the Seder Kingdom. And well, if I were to write one simple song, well, everyone would know the story of the mighty hero died Brock. You got it right that time. And everyone can know how handsome and how luscious hair you had and how brave and how opportunistic and how much you were just there. How much you were just there for someone in a time of need. He, he starts pushing his hair back and kind of like flexing his pecs a little, and he's got this V-neck shirt so you can see them dance <laughs> underneath the shirt. It's a baby boy. Yeah. All right, I tell you what, you play me the best song of my life, and I will give you one dose of poison, and this is at 10% of the usual cost of poison. Very well, and I would like to roll a performance check for this. Right? Damn it, that's a four. <laughs> oh. eh. I've heard better. You know, you don't just ask a girl to improvise. <laughs> You offered! Okay, give me like a week and I'm perfected, okay? Look, I just Rick, need the you one... can have poison in a week! <sighs> have you ever assassinated someone, Dybrook? It's a very personal question. But have you? Accidentally? Or on purpose? Maybe. How does it feel? I mean, it's really exciting at first, and then you kind of just feel bad. <laughs> okay. Okay, you know what? I'll, I'll figure it out. Thank you very much, Dybrook. And as uh, she's leading him away, she's gonna try to do a sleight of hand check to try to steal some poison off of him. All right. Oh, twenty-five. Nice. All right, that is definitely check. going to beat the fourteen that I rolled because there's no so way his good. perception is nice plus job. nine. Yeah. yeah. I sweet talk him and I say, you know what? Really? I'll just throw in the song for free. Oh, I feel inspired. I will write it regardless of whether or not you decide to give me any poison or not. Not okay. giving you any poison. That's fine. I'll still write the song and I swipe the poison and I put it into like my broth. <laughs> because if I had boobs, I would totally hide stuff in there. So, Lilith and Bastion are out on a walk and Adea is heading back toward the village. Rayorseal comes out of the bathroom feeling, you know, pep-talked and rejuvenated. But also and, wet. But also <laughs> wet. And it's empty. <laughs> no one's there. He, yeah, he comes out with a big head of steam right now. And another thing! <laughs> <laughs> Hello? <laughs> he might see the fading shadows of Lilith and Bastion walking off together. Huh. I must have made my point. <laughs> must be getting ready for dinner. Keep in mind it was just breakfast time. Uh, <laughs> a very drunk King Noel stumbles over to you. My best friend! No! How'd it go? A drink. I won! The greatest king in all the land can drink anyone under the table. He stands up on the chair to give him an even taller ovation. A man of the people, surely. Listen, listen. Oh. <laughs> my. Sorry, this is my breath. Oh, yeah, that's my breath. You seen my daughter? I have. We just met. Oh, good. Yes. So, for her, even. Good for both of you. We're going to be a real family. 
way. Bends over and hugs you while he's on the chair. <laughs> Pats you on the back. Hey, hey. Uh, I haven't been, haven't been hugged like that since. Uh, well, we won't talk about that now. We will not. You know, I think you and my daughter could get married right now. What do you think? Well then, what would that mean for you? Would you go off into retirement? Oh, I have so much vigor oh, yes, left in me. And the piss. <laughs> well, I lost some of that. <laughs> Wait, did you just piss yourself? <laughs> one of the, the, the stagehands cast prestidigitation or tomaturgy to make it look like they... Uh... Pestidigitation. Ah, <laughs> oh, good. Come. Yes. Let's find my daughter. You who can be married now. This is the best idea you've had in a day. I think Lilith has like a hiding spot somewhere where there's like a lake or a pond or some sort of body of water. Okay. And I imagine it is somewhere a little bit tucked away. So I think King Noel and Reorseal look for Lilith. They probably pick up Genadea on the way. I don't think they find you two. Okay. What are y'all up to at this uh, this little lake pond? <laughs> That's exactly what it's called. It's called Lake, lake Pond. <laughs> you know, I I didn't even know that people could do that with water. It's like <laughs> you could like make any shapes that you want. Could you make like could you make like a me? Lilith just shapes the water into Bastion, but a scaled-down version that fits within this five-foot cube. Hmm. As you're doing that, out of nowhere, you are interrupted by a haunting wail. And you see what looks like a specter fly across your vision, and as you get a closer look, you see that this is the specter of your mother, and she is shaking a chalice as she's just flying around screeching. Bastion has immediately picked up Lilith and has cradled her in his arms with a shield raised up ready to protect her. How fast is it? It's about equivalent to like a walking speed. Okay. I would like to try and catch it in Rhyme's Binding Ice. Okay. Ooh. It is a burst of cold energy, so as it was flying over Lake Pond, water underneath it sort of parting in like a V-shape mm -hmm. from the speed of its flight, Lilith creates this cone of ice that reaches up and grabs the specter in place and seals it there. Can it still scream? Yes. It keeps screaming. <laughs> uh, so Bastion realizes that he's holding blood, but it just like awkwardly puts her down and he's like, hold on, this is an undead being. I'll protect you. And draws his battle axe and charges towards the thing. Across the ice. Yes. Father, do you hear that noise? So Bastion charges across the ice, his hooves making these fun clinking sounds as they crack the ice beneath him, and he is going to run up to this thing and uh, attempt to hit it with his battle axe. I would like to remind you, Bastion doesn't know this. Lilith, this looks like your mom. Yep. 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 Lilith, you're up next. Lilith shouts out, wait, wait, that's my mom? 
Bastion turns around, completely disregarding this thing now that Lilith is speaking, like, You're what? <laughs> Lilith is going to just run up to it, kind of afraid, and try to take the chalice. The whole time asking, like, What, what are you? If any part of you is still my mother, can you... Tell me, this creature is frozen and also only can scream. Great. So, <laughs> so it doesn't do anything, but you do get the chalice. You know, there has been a lot of ghostly screaming around here. Let me take a look. A four plus. <laughs> <laughs> a four plus. Brother, this is not your forte. He's looking like the, the hand over the eyebrow at a wall. Uh, <laughs> it looks dark. Yes, that's a wall. Also, that's south. The scream came from north. Eight. Damn it. Nope. I'm very distracted by the fact that I'm holding poison mm. in my chest, and my brother's right next to me. I, I don't know where it is either. Oh, dear. And King Noah's fallen asleep. Great. <laughs> well, at least we know it's not by the south wall. We're up. Rayosia have cleared it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> So, the creature will use its action to break away the ice. It's gonna keep screaming, and now it's pointing at the chalice that you have. Bastion is gonna respect her wishes <laughs> and not attack it otherwise. Okay. But uh, he will say, I don't know what's going on, but uh, here, take this. And he's going to take out a ornate, incredibly detailed card platinum ring and give it to Lilith. Put this on. Uh, she takes it and kind of blushes a bit. Why? What does it do? It's going to help me protect you in case things get dangerous again. She debates it, but does. Uh, he's casting Warding Bond. Alright. And what this spell will do is anytime Lilith takes damage, Bastion will take half of it. Oh, wow. very romantic. Lilith! I'm going to spend her turn trying to figure out what this creature's trying to say. Okay. So pointing at the chalice, the chalice seems to be very important, but it's just screaming. So I don't know they... an investigation? Yeah, yeah. A 19. Alright! There's nothing necessarily about this specific chalice, but as you're observing it, you are remembering that the night that your mother died, you did not make it to dinner that night. You were late for whatever reason. Procrastinating dealing with obligations. Yep. And there were a lot of rumors floating around that your mother was poisoned. And so you see what might be the ghost of your mother waving a chalice around, it very much seems to you like this ghost is trying to tell you that all of those rumors are true. <sighs> Who was it then? Was it, it startless? Like, was it this, this cook? Was it like this person? Was it, was it dad? <laughs> and seeing like if this specter has like any difference in reaction to like any of the names that she's listing and that, that's really just what she's doing. At this point, because Lilith has the chalice and seems to like understand the point of it, this creature also being extremely damaged by a centaur <laughs> flies off and leaves. What, what was that about? I think she was telling me she was murdered. 
that's some pretty heavy stuff to be finding out only 40 days after she died. I mean, there were a lot of suspicions anyway. She was perfectly healthy and suddenly dropped dead. Well, it kind of sounds like there's a mystery to solve here, right? Yeah. How many times have I told you play music in the background? It helps with concentration, brother. It helps with losing concentration. <laughs> Maybe you just don't understand the magic of music. You see, and I start playing, and then I try to listen to the sound of the violins reverberating off the trees and try to get a sense of where that scream Good came God. from. <laughs> That's a nat one. Oh. My violin string breaks. Oh, no. Hallelujah! I mean... Maybe after three failures, they figure it out. Like, <laughs> random. Yep. You two just kind of wander aimlessly until you happen to stumble upon Lilith and Bastion. I've never seen or, this door before. Uh, they're leaving yeah. uh, Lake Pod yeah. as they're traveling the pathway that gets close to it mm -hmm. and you hear a rustling of leaves and some banter between Rayorcio and Ganadea when suddenly Ganadea trips and her vial of poison that she had in her bustle uh, <laughs> just goes stumbling out in your line of sight and she reaches immediately for it and then realizes you're there. Rayorcio has a passive perception of 17. Oh boy. So, uh, oh, does that... do you want to know if you know that this is poison? Yes, I do. I think he'd get that, yeah. I'll give you that. Ray Orser leans in. Look like someone's packing. Well done! Big, like, clap on the back. Can never be too careful. <laughs> hey, uh, you're Ganadeo, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's me. You remember my name? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, did you just hear what was going on there? No, or? no, no, no. We did, right, brother? We didn't hear. There were ghastly sounds of ghouls and ghosts. It sounds like the soldiers did them a good ruttering. Yeah, okay, we heard. What's your name? But I'm, I'm Bastion. I'm a, a squire. Fine to meet you, Bastion. I am Rayosil. Mm, a fine grip you have, lad. Should we get back to the feast? And <laughs> she awkwardly tugs at her braid. Sister, we were just meeting the fine company. Just introducing myself. No need to be rude. I am Rayosil. Soon to be king of this fine land. Betrothed to this young lass. Hello, Lilith. Oh, how wonderful. We're off. <laughs> we should go down to see if there are other kingly things to be done. No, wait. Wait. Wait, before we head back, we did hear some things. W what was going on exactly? Bastian looks to Lilith for guidance since this is her mother. We weren't sure either. We were just out on a walk and, and heard some things and tried to uh, take a look. Oh, we... so did we, but my brother, he's very more perceptive or investigative. He, you he... must forgive him. We also just like seeds at his sister, and is also noticing how fucking beautiful you are, <laughs> Bastion, and he may, trying to stand straighter. He may actually know this with his 17 passive perception that Bastion and Lilith are wearing matching rings. <laughs> he sees this, and he'll walk up to Bastion and he will say, You're in my, uh, gratitude. Thank you for 
caring for my betrothed, and now we shall be on our way. And he grabs Lilith's hand and walks away down to wherever royal stuff's supposed to be. He has no idea where he's going, but he's trying to pull, you know, big satyr energy. Sebastian does kind of wear his emotions on his sleeve. Okay. The emotion that is going across his mind is, wow, this is the first time I have actually wanted to hurt somebody in my entire life. (laughs) (laughs) Just a reminder that there is a duel on that checklist. And we only have so much time left in this one shot. Are you alright? Um, you look a bit flabbergasted. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. It's nothing, man. That's the look of someone who's in love if I've ever seen it. Like we're walking away, right? We've gone. <laughs> Lilith will go, but she's gonna try and pull her hand out of his. You know, I'm not a genius <laughs> by any means, but I do believe that if you're in love, you should fight for it. Yeah? I mean, I've, I've never really been in love before, so I guess I'll take your advice on this. I, the only other person I've asked is my best friend and squ- and uh, Prince Theodilus. Hi, the guy that was, was scurrying by. At this point, Theodilus like reemerges. <laughs> Just like you called for me. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> Theo, you're you're a prince, okay? I'm a prince. Yes. I am stealth, darkness, and a prince. Yes. In case uh, Lilith asks about it, you're you're my prince, and I'm your squire. You are my squire. I, you are at my command. Yeah. The adults looks extremely confused by this. May I recommend that you or your prince, you know, there's nothing my brother hates more than being challenged. And yeah, you're a challenge, and Theodolus just pulls out two extremely sharp knives. No, 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 no. I mean, <sighs> we don't need to do that. You know, Sure. my brother yeah. does love dragon chess. If you were to duel him in the game of dragon chess, I don't know. I mean, he will bet anything, including his own hand in marriage to someone. Just saying. I guess or you could duel him to the death. I mean, I guess if one of these two options is the only way, I'm gonna choose the dragon chess. <laughs> Have you ever played dragon chess? No. Then here, take my bonic inspiration. <laughs> that will only last for ten minutes. Yep. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Ray or seal? Yes! I challenge you to a game of dragon chess because I don't think that Lilith should just have to marry some prince or sir. And if you lose, then you have to let her go. As you make that challenge, so far he's kind of been a little doofy, but he has this glint in his eye that's like, welcome to Thunderdome. <laughs> oh. And, and, and it's, it's a very quick flash of a very unfamiliar scowl that's threatening. I don't even think his sister has seen it really much, but it's like, oh, he's, he's flexing. Of course. Fine, sir. A game of chess will help. Come, Lilith, you'll feed me grapes. <laughs> and then Marisol pulls out his very own very nice, like, mother-of-pearl marble. Way too heavy to be a traveling set. And he himself even struggles with it, Robu. Um, uh, do you need my help setting it up? No, this is fine. You sure? Oh, really nice chess set. Donnie's getting very red in the face. Theodilus right. just saddles up to Bastion's like, you sure you don't want me to kill him? <laughs> yeah, I'm darkness. And then he starts considering the voice that he heard in the darkness. He's like, 
Uh, no, 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 you shouldn't. Kill him. Alright, fine. I'll go see what there is to investigate. If there is to be, if this is to be a true duel, we will do this alone. Between gentlemen. And I, like, stand, go over and try to stand by Lily. Oh boy, here comes the penis measuring contest. He's a centaur. I think he wins by default. I think so too. <laughs> but don't tell my brother that. You're still here. Right, right, sorry. We'll turn the other way. You literally have to leave. Okay. This is a gentleman's game. So You're so outdoors. Do you want us to leave the entire outside? If these stakes are so high, then I must have proper surroundings. And no feminine wild distractions. You know what? I'm gonna cast Magic Mouth on like a nearby tree, and it's 25 words or less, but it's just gonna be a random array of like, mm, you're gonna do that move? <laughs> <laughs> really? Are you sure? Like a 25 words worth of all of those. And is it just... only targeted at Rayor Seal or is it both of them? Only at Rayor Seal, all right. it's funny. <laughs> If we're being forced to leave, Lilith will begrudgingly leave, but double check to make sure she has that scroll of invisibility still in her pocket. And she does. This is technically not running away, but... <laughs> I think the duel is crossed <laughs> off, yeah? Yeah, the duel is crossed off. Y'all will need to do a dragon chess roll off. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Ah, ah, yes! <laughs> it's a 15 plus two. I want to say right at the end, we're like zooming in on the dragon chess position, which is represented by actors on stage oh, yes. in the dragon chess piece costumes <laughs> moving around. And you see Bastion just like very confusedly scratching his head and looking at it. And then he'll point to one of the pieces and say, so, uh, remind me, the horse moves how again? <laughs> the horse moves how again? It moves! One, two, three, one! Right. Then if I move the horse here, that's dragon check, right? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Because it has to move one, two, three. One, two. I must have moved. See a player, a pawn somewhere, yes. Look, look, look under your four feet. He does look under his feet. <laughs> and as he looks, he also catches the place. So I would like to, um, Lilith is invisible at this point? Not yet, no. Okay. She will then excuse herself. Beg your pardon, my, your, your grace, I must do something. Do what? Uh, Something. And she reaches into her bustle and she's just like, shh. And she just walks towards the, uh, the two. What are you doing? Well, I don't even know myself. Well, let's just hope it works. And she keeps walking. So, while they're having their, their game, I would like to very subtly do a sleight of hand check to pour some of the poison. You're not in the room. It's not a room, it's the outdoors. Alright, I'll give it this. If Ganadea wants to sneak in and do something, it's a disadvantage because it is out in the open and there are legit no other people around. I'm not necessarily trying to sneak. Okay. I'm trying to come in and refill their drinks. 
Okay, so you're so not like, trying to like. It's more look of like a. You're not there. It's more of a performance than a sneak. Oh. Because I'm trying to be like, oh, don't mind me. I'm just here to refill your drinks, and you know. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's your third nat one tonight, right? <laughs> Why do I only roll well when I'm DMing? <laughs> That's because a Okay, well, I failed my performance check. I'm very fucking nervous and I'm sweaty. And I'm just like, don't mind me, I'm just here to refill you. Don't mind you, we asked you to leave for a reason. This is a gentleman's game. And you're getting in the way here and everything is topsy-turvy. And he just yells, out. I feel like I spilled some of the poison on the table and Bastion might notice. Brother, I know you're here to help. And listen, you're never gonna win Lilith's heart by acting rash. Sit down. Relax and finish the game. Hey, uh, just for the record, I, I know I'm new to this, but I don't actually need your help because I'm pretty sure this is Dragon Checkmate right here. This is what we're deciding about. Right. We can't make these decisions with interruptions. Right. Sit. So what I would like to do is probably a mistake. I would like, as I'm saying, brother, calm down, sit down, and I'm touching his shoulder. I'm going to cast Fane Death. My goal here is to cast Feign Death on Rayorcio so that he looks dead and then speak to, you know, her her dearest. That is my attempt here. Is so to, is is to summon whatever the hell has been talking to us. Uh, just straight up, you can't cast it unless the target is willing. So you're trying to persuade me into yeah. being willing? Yeah. So yeah, roll persuasion, Alex. Okay. <sighs> oh. No, that's an eight. I try it and it doesn't work, and I'm just like, God damn it, Rayosil. And I just spill his drink. And I just start screaming. I'm not doing it! You hear me? I'm not gonna do it! Okay, everyone can find love by themselves, okay, dearest? Hold I... on. What are you talking about? <laughs> Sister. Lilith is also close enough to hear everything. <sighs> Explain yourself. Well, in certain circumstances, when one is asked to explain themselves, it does matter what sort of context you're asking. Is it explain yourself as in how was your day? Is it explain yourself how was your- You know very well what we, the royal we, are asking. <sighs> While this argument is happening, Lilith is trying to creep around and basically tell Bastion to like, just Let's just leave. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Someone's been talking to me! Someone spoke to me. Someone asked me to do something in exchange for a favor. And I thought maybe I could trick them. But god damn it, you're so stone-headed, brother, that you couldn't just, just just go along with one thing for once in your goddamn life. Wait, hold on. Somebody asked you to do something? Uh, Bastion was going away with Lilith, but as he hears this, he's just like, was it dark and hot? Very, very dark, very hot. Gabby. Gabby. What, what did she, she, they, him, ask you to do? Poison my own brother? Which I didn't do, for the record, brother looks down like his clothes are singed for the poison. Well, that's strange because a voice also came to me that huh? asked me to kill 
your brother as well. Not poison specifically, but just to kill him. What about the two of you? She asked me to kill some stranger. I don't know who. And brother, did you have any hallucinations, dreams, nightmares? He considers this. No! No future king would hear voices! No? And he starts to storm out. Well, then I guess he wasn't that important, huh? At this moment, darkness descends on all of you. Before Rayor Seal manages to make it away. <laughs> and, and he hears your, your comment. You all have to ruin all the fun, don't you? Be talking amongst yourselves. None of you has tried to kill each other at all. Well, except you, and then you gave up. I was never going to do it, okay? I don't quite like him very much. He's a bit of an asshole, but I'm not heartless. Seems like you were going to use all of your money to buy poison. Why buy poison if it's just fake poison? Who are you? I know your name is Gabby. What are your pronouns and where are you? <laughs> I live outside realm of pronouns, but if you so need them, I'll use she, her. As for who I am, and the darkness goes up, you are faced with a glabrazoo. What Gabby looks like is this large, demonic creature with lobster claws, and then another set of humanoid arms, some legs, and what looks like a beard made out of spikes. Hot stuff? Oh, you're still hot stuff to me, hot stuff. Then again, that's not nearly as great a nickname as Mr. Tall, Dark, and Doomy over here. So Ray Orseal looks over and says, You're right. And then he's going to direct a magic attack at Bastion. Yes, yes perfect. <clears throat> not only are you inching in on his territory, but you absolutely didn't beat him in Dragon's Chest, and you sure as shit are not going to have a cooler nickname. That's like the final straw. Finally! I'm going to need all of you to roll initiative for me. Yeah, I'm going to do Toll the Dead. You'll never have the cooler nickname, Four Legs! <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. All right, so now we go into initiative order, which starts with Ganadea. Okay. So is gonna look over at Bastion and put a hand on you. I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but go kick my brother's ass, hot stuff, and cast uh, heroism on you. You uh, temporarily gain five hit points, and also you are immune to being frightened. And then I will, as a bonus action, whip out my violin and look at Lilith and say... You're missing a string. I am, but you know what? Power chords, bro. <laughs> uh, your grace. I don't know if you ever thought much for my music, but I wrote this one for you and cast Bardic Inspiration for Lilith. There goes Lilith. Alright, I think right now Lilith's just kind of pissed at people. She's going to squeeze Bastion's hand quickly and then scoot over behind this tree and cast Lightning Bolt. This 
bolt of lightning shoots forth from behind this tree, probably cuts a bit of a hole in the tree, goes through both of these, because fuck this guy who just hurt Lilith's new crush. <laughs> and also this creepy monster that Lilith is now assuming is the reason her mom is dead. That really hurt! <laughs> Gabby takes this, just kind of shakes herself out, like, oh, now we're talking. Mm. And she is next. Gabby, did you see what they did to me? Shh, hot stuff. I'm working Who says it now? Gabby, heads over to these two over here. What happened to the nice sweet words you were saying to me? Well, you didn't kill anyone for me, now did you, cutie pie? She goes ahead and she attacks you with her pincers. Oh, so she misses. Can I say that she chipped the top of my violin? Like, I can still play it, but it's getting progressively more and more broken. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she makes another pincer attack towards Bastian. She just kind of punches you in the gut. So the fun part about this is I don't lose any health because I have Heavy Armor Master, which reduces all physical damage by three. Ooh. And I have five temporary hit points. <laughs> so you take this like a centaur. Leorciol is next. He's not crying. You're crying. <laughs> because that really hurts. He's going to cast Scorching Ray. He throws it. It's a really bad wimpy throw. <laughs> he throws over your own ki dragon king. Yeah. <laughs> no! <laughs> Nat one. <laughs> Knocks over the dragon queen. Knocks over the dragon yes. queen. Nat one again. <laughs> Whoa! Pushes oh one of my pieces to you know, make a checkmate. Bastian. Bastian will brandish his battle axe and attempts to attack the Glabrazu. Will actually attempt to get uh, Ganadea behind him to oh. act as the valiant protector of his people. Hi, hmm. Ganadea. I would like to look at Gabby and say, you pedantic, pontificating, pretentious bastard. You belligerent old fart! You should be ashamed of yourself! And I'm casting dissonant whispers. Have you no shame? Alright, Lilith. I'm going to cast Levitate <laughs> on Gabby. Alright. And that is a constitution save. That's a 10. That fails. Oh shit. <laughs> so this monstrous, grotesque creature rises vertically 20 feet into the air and she can't move. So that goes to Gabby. Oh boy. And while she's up in the air, she's gonna use some of this time to monologue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you didn't even get to the fun part. If you'd kept going instead of all bickering and talking about my interception, you would have been able to go find out how exactly your mother died. You would have got to meet my bullywogs. But no, you didn't want to have any fun. You just wanted to fight. But fine, if that's what you want, then that's what you'll get. And she casts Dispel Magic. Ah, <laughs> oh, well. Gabby gently floats back down to the ground. <laughs> Looking stunning as all hell, as much as a Glabrazoo can. <laughs> Ray Orseal. Ray Orseal is just, you can hear him just... <laughs> and he is gonna do a little prayer of healing for himself. 
which is typically up to six characters of your choice. Does he not want to use it on Gabby? We're gonna, I'm gonna give Gabby some of that, some of that healing. Yeah. Some of that Ray Arsenal yeah. healing. Thanks, hot stuff. Oh, you're welcome from Ray Arsenal. Bastian. Bastian is not super happy with the fact that um, Gabby keeps on attacking the much frailer-looking Ganadea. And so Bastian will level his axe at Gabby and raise his shield with the emblem of Scarret and say, The might of Scarret compels you to face me in one-on-one -on -one combat! Oh, and so hot. Cast Compelled <laughs> Duel. Oh. So I believe this is a wisdom saving throw. Eleven. Eleven does fail. Nice. Yes. On a failed save, the creature is drawn to you to compelled by your divine demand. <laughs> Excellent. It's a bonus action, so I still get my full round of attacks. Yes. Hey, Yenadea. Rayorcio is within sixty feet, so I'm going to yell out, "Brother, look at me! Look at me!" Yeah. I know it's been so long. Yeah. I know it's been, at this point, decades since you and I were close. But can't you just for once, for once, see through your own vanity and your own base desires and help us? We're not trying to take my girl! I'm trying to do nothing. I'm just trying to help you become a better person. I know when you were young, you ate four dozen eggs every day to help you get large. And now, now you eat six dozen eggs and you've completely obliterated the egg economy in this town. <laughs> yeah, but I have tiny legs! <laughs> I suggest that you help us and you have to make a wisdom saving throw. Jesus, fuck. Not one. So now you have to help us fight Gabby. And then I step back and I start playing my violin again and give Bastian Bardic Inspiration as a bonus. <laughs> All right. Help us, Rayors Hill. Lilith. I am going to Chromatic Orb Gabby. That's a 15. Nope. I do have But I do have Bardic Inspiration. That makes it a 17. That'll hit. Yay. So. Gabby's gonna have the following monologue while she directs all of her attacks at Bastian. She looks over at Genadea. Oh, that's so cute that you still think he's your brother. Why don't you, you know, if you make it through this, have a little talk with Ray. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, Ren. None of those hit. Wow. <laughs> wow. It was oh. magic. This stage production, everyone wins. There's your guy back. Rayorsil, that is your real name. He's going to, you know, peek out from behind the tree. Yeah, you would try to persuade her that Gabby's lying. This makes no sense. I am a brother completely. 150%. 15 plus four is a 19. Who are you trying to convince? I'm trying to convince you not to listen to. Okay. I think that she believes you. <laughs> what else are you doing with your turn? Cast Fireball. And he's going to intend it to hit Gabby. Okay. But you can take friendly fire. I mean, you can cast it, like, over the water? Yes, he could. But Rayorcio is also not smart. He's trying to hurt Gabby. He's trying to hurt Gabby. Gabby succeeds. Take this, you big uh, What the fuck, uh, Rayorcio? <laughs> 8, 9, 16, 20, 25, <laughs> 20, 31, 30, 
30. Jesus. I'm at three health. <laughs> I'm at six. I'm doing a good job, aren't I? No! No, you belligerent I'm asshole! I lost his voice. Alright, Bastion. I'm spending my turn to lay on the hands of myself to heal myself. Big hug! A fire singeing his hair as it's like <laughs> slowly burning off the ends, but then the ends grow back and snuff out the fire and just leave like smoke. Damn, that's hot. That's why you're Mr. Tall, Dark, and Doomy. What's the Dewey part? Doomy! <laughs> oh. Okay. I get it. <laughs> is that your whole turn? Yes, that uh, is my entire turn. Okay, I look at Gabby and I say, I know why you're doing this. It's because you never found love. That's it, right? It's because you're so dead inside and so cold and so dreadful that you just live off on the misery of other people. You have to make a uh, wisdom saving throw. She succeeds. Damn. Beauty pie. I don't know if you've seen the secrets of the multiverse, but I'm not doing this because I haven't found love. There are other planes out there, and there's this thing called reality TV. <laughs> and it's just so entertaining, and I wanted to find that for myself. What's well, gonna rot your brain, and it's gonna turn you into a psychopath and a sociopath and all the other paths there are. And I will turn to Bastion, and I will cast Healing Word. Don't give up. Tall, dark, and do me. Lilith. Lilith is pissed, very concerned. She feels a bit better having watch Bastion heal himself, but she's pretty fed up with all of this. She's going to twin Firebolt, lightly singed. Lilith steps out from behind the tree, holds hands out in each direction, and fires two Firebolts. One of them just singes a hole in the tree that is hiding behind, and the other pelts Gabby in the hide, and she's just gonna hide behind the tree again. Would you do me the honor of, of singing whatever was on top. Oh. So now I just have the back. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just a tree a little bit, but goes right over his head. Still say, oh, I thought you were taller. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Gabby's turn. Every time it comes down to hitting things with all of you mortals, Bastian gets both pincered and hit with one of Gabby's fists. Okay. You are also grappled by Gabby's pincers. Alright, that's fine. I can deal with that. And that goes to Rayor Seal. He would cast uh, Bane on Gabby. So your, your that suggestion no longer works. So now you're free to be an asshole again. <laughs> Yes. Okay, so you are but, choosing to do this. But I mean, you you were, you were still like, this this thing is you know gonna kill us all and stuff, and, and so he's, he's... And is trying to turn your sister against you. He's going to cast Bane. Yeah! <laughs> and he just runs Sort back. of just like, dodges out of the way and shoots you a look. He's like, really hot stuff? Really? You didn't heal me from before? I, I don't know what to do. Right, Bastion, you are grappled. So Bastion, um, like, is like struggling against the pincers, and then there's a flashback from his training where his father is just like, remember the powers of the ancients. <laughs> oh right, I can do that. And he casts Misty Step. Oh yeah! Pop out and charge at the Glabazoo from behind. Yeah! Menatea. 
Well, she's looking at Bastion being such a badass. You know, in her head, it's like, I like to X me that cutie. <laughs> <laughs> and cast Heroism on Bastion again. Lilith. Okay. I'm going to cast a uh, Frostbite. Use Frostbite. It's a cantrip. All right. <laughs> Gabby's turn. Yeah. Put up a fight. So Gabby is now no longer in a one-on-one -on -one duel with Bastion. So she turns and she looks at Ganadea, who's right there. Well, that's not one. Nice. I'm assuming a 10 does not hit. Nope. Ah, but I would assume a 28 does. Mm, yeah, barely. <laughs> but Gabby, you and I were such close friends. That is 23 points of damage. Oh, <gasps> All right, I am down. Great, Gabby still has two more attacks. Mm -hmm. She's gonna turn to Bastion. Come at me, bro, or sis. Rare you have just seen Gabby down your sister. Sister? Hey, um. Ah, <clears throat> uh, stuff. Gabby. Gabby. Hmm. How about that that deal from before? Can we still maybe do that? Sure. You kill the king, you can be king. I mean, what, what do we do right now? Can like, I go do that? Or like. I mean, I would appreciate the hand here. And then we can kill the king together. What about you guys? What do you have to offer? Uh, I guess gratitude for not doing that? Uh. I'm unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well said, Galadea. I mean, I don't suppose at this point, uh, well, if you would, you know, go with the... Meet me? Ma marry me? Me? At this point, I would never hand this kingdom to someone like you. Uh, I wish. I. I wish you. I wish you hadn't said that. <laughs> I just. I really. Oh, I gave you a chance. Okay. And so, what our friend here will reveal is that, so he's, his background, he's a charlatan. Uh, part of that background gives you the ability to falsify yourself, false documents, all that shit. So everything that I, I read to you guys was true, but there were, like, some details that were left out. So, the nobles, yeah, sacked, killed, Ray Orsil, my best friend, we were legitimately having a sleepover. And when the shit hit the fan, and we couldn't get to... I could never say her name right. Get... Ganadee... Get... G'day. We could never get G'day. We had to flee. And Rayorcio was very brave, but ultimately had to go. And so two years went by, and I joined. And <laughs> fucking ate it up. And your dad loves me so hard. <laughs> He's gonna be real sad about all of this, but like, he won't see it coming. And he's gonna cast Scorching Ray at Lilith. Take half of that. Why half? Because I'm taking the other half. Oh, that's right, okay. Oh, that is not fair. The ri that ring was way too soon. There wasn't even a ceremony about that. <laughs> ah. Bastian. Uh, Bastian is going to look back to Lilith and say, I've got one more thing to try, but if this doesn't work, just run! And he is going to attempt to turn the Faithless. 
Okay. So this is a wisdom saving throw. 19. 19 definitely saves. Damn. He attempts to bring out the, to call upon the might of Scarrets to scare Gabby away, but the light is fading in his shield, and he is weakening himself as he has taken so many hits, and now has just been burned secondhand. Lilith, you've been told to run. She's gonna run, all right. Toward Gabby. Come at me, sugar plum. Lilith refuses to run and leave people behind. So she runs over toward Gabby, stands next to Bastion, grabs his hand, holds out her free hand, and casts Thunder Wave at Gabby. And it does. Fuck off. <laughs> Are we quite done? I'm getting bored. And Gabby casts Darkness. Ooh. And she still has two pincer attacks left, and she's gonna go for Bastion and Lilith. Lilith, Gabby critted. Oh boy. Yeah. This is gonna be tragic. So that is 26 points of damage to Lilith in the darkness. All right. So for what it's worth, that is halved. But also for what it's worth, that downs Bastion. Oh. Oh my god. And ends the spell. Yeah, as this would like pertain to a stage production, at this point all the lights have gone down and all you hear are the sounds of Bastien crying out, Lilith probably reacting to this. And the audience just going <gasps> <sighs> Yeah, Bastien drops and Lilith drops to her knees and tries to catch him, eases him to the ground. Oh man. You are in an orb of darkness. Rayor Sealed does not like the dark. He is not going to run towards the dark. He's going to run away from the dark. Uh, is this where I go and do the, the, the regicide? Listen, hot stuff, I'm a little busy here, but you follow through, I'll follow through, okay? Okay, this is gonna work out good. <laughs> and so he's gonna go off and kill the king. All right, Lilith. You are the only one left. You are surrounded by darkness. And I forgot to mention, you are grappled. Suppose I can't levitate myself out of a grapple, huh? If you roll for it and you do really well, I'll let you. <laughs> that does not succeed. No. And does this count as a check? Yes. I think so, yes. yeah. Wonderful. I'm going to use one sorcery point to re-roll that. Go for it. Do it. Hey, you got 20! Yes! <laughs> you are the most absolute dexterous. You know this forest like the back of your hand, and you know that there's a slight divot in the grass right here, and you use that to your advantage, and you wiggle right out of these fencers. Going to, like, feel around for Bastion, and her motive at this point in absolute panic and is to try and bring him to safety, which is not going to work very well. She's a tiny satyr and he is a very heavy centaur, but that is what she's doing. That absolutely feels yeah. like a strength. Roll me a strength check. That's a four. <laughs> Just because we're nearing the end, I'm gonna use another sorcery point to reroll that. Okay. That's the best. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> nice. Boy, sorcery points are fucking awesome! You are so filled 
with the passion of your new crush, uh, that you manage to drag Bastian out of the way and you even avoid the attack of opportunity that you should have gotten by the fact that you were fleeing away from Gabby. That being said, her turn is next, and so yeah, she she comes right after you. She's not even rushing. She's just doing like her sexy glabrous walk. You can't see this because it's still dark, but that's what she's doing. And as the only one up, all of her attacks are for you. Ganadea gets one moment of lucidity before she dies. She can say any last words just to the darkness around her. Gabby is still there. I hope that you never take over any more people than you have already. <laughs> That's cute. You're so cute, cutie pie. All that is left is hope. And she dies. Bastion has succeeded his so Bastian kind of comes to, I do kind of want to say the darkness faded because I think that makes it slightly more tragic. Sure. Makes for a good play. It comes back up. Everybody's down. Rare Seal's gone. Yeah. Lilith was dragging him out of here. And as she was just like bleeding out on the ground, she kind of scooted closer to him. As she's dying, she reaches up to touch his face with the ring on her hand. Why, why didn't you run? Oh, I wouldn't leave you behind. I, I, I wish we had more time. I'm glad to have met you. I, I, I should tell, I, I'm a... Isn't that a tragedy? Bastian slowly gets up to all four feet. Ready for round two, Mr. Tall, Dark, and Doomy? No. When I came here, I wanted more than anything to just be seen as something other than Prince. Right now, in this moment, I'm Prince Bastion, protector of my people, born under an auspicious moon, underneath the shade of the great scarlet oak tree, friend to man and horse kind of like. And fuck you! And he's going to weakly swing his axe one last time. She pincers your head off. Palace Village Courtyard. There are buildings around you. There are definitely other 
satyrs kind of around. You come upon King Noel. He is drunk as a skunk. And he's gonna stay 10 feet away from him. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I just I thought that if you married my daughter and we were a big family, that would help me happy. But you know what, Rayorsil? I'm not happy. I'm not a very good king. I mean, they have been better, but you've been good. I tell you what, why don't you be king? Like right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he takes his crown off and he just kind of puts it on your head. He's like, oh, marry Lilith, don't marry. I don't care anymore. I just miss my Nissy. He's gonna take the, the crown off and, and hold it in his hand. This is very generous, your lordship king, and greatly unexpected. I'm so sad. Your lordship, I. These are quite big emotions. We are around many people. We should go talk about this in private. Yeah, we can talk about this. We can go talk about this in private. Yes, exactly. He's going to try to get him to a private spot, maybe atop a parapet. <laughs> Breathe in that air. It's beautiful up there, It's beautiful. Really get it into your belly. Yes, that's the king's air. Sure, no. Oh, please, no, no. Oh, boy. <laughs> you should take a look over your land as king. I, I think it's only because breathe in that kingly air and let it ground you. And King Noel steps forward and he leans way forward to take a, a deep, deep breath of kingly air. And, your lordship, there were wise words I once heard. In order to beeth the man, you've got to beateth the man. And he just shoves him ah! off the parapet. He's gonna scream loudly. My lord! And he'll raise a, a hollow balloon and hold the crown and cry his knees. Uh, of joy or of sad? He's, he is... He's acting sad, like, oh no, what a tragedy. Ah! Looking up, people looking And out of nowhere, Theodilus comes out, and he has seen everything. You've seen everything, haven't you? He just nods at you silently. Well, hmm. Where's Bastian? He's, well, ah, uh, dicks. And he goes to run. Can't help it. Crazy. That's a nat 20. Oh, geez. Oh, there it is. And he's Wait a minute. Stabbed in the back. <laughs> I've got the crown. I'm the king. He flings an array of daggers in your direction. <laughs> they perforate a line across your back, across your wrist, and grab the crown and pin it to the wall. Yeah. So I'm on the ground? I'm on the ground. What are you going to do? Cowboy? 
he just runs up to you, yep. and he tramples you. <laughs> <laughs> Theodilus looks out at all the other satyrs of Palace Village that have just witnessed this. He says to them, I am stealth. I am darkness. I am at your command. <laughs> and Perry comes in to wrap it all up. It's like, and uh, that's that's how it all went. So the the entire royal family was slaughtered in one day, and we never found the Glabrazu. And um, the satyrs been struggling since then. But you know, at least Lilith never had to suffer learning about her mother's death because she never really found out. Ah. Uh, Oh, and that goblin, that goblin Dybrock, yeah, he, he was part of that, but nobody found out about that, so he's just kind of out there now. And, and nobody, nobody verified that I lost that game of dragons, Jess. So Can let's we just say that, like, Theodilus is holding Peria's hand as she's narrating the ending? Sure. <laughs> as yeah. in, like, somebody found love. Ah, uh, but, you know, at least someone got a happy ending. <laughs> and Theodilus and Peria. Walk off into the sunset. Tragedy there in a land far away. There was a fair princess who yearned for the sea for a life that was lived unashamed. Death lived in her past as it lived in her future. Lilith, the satyr, was named. Then came a prince from a tribe in the forest with arms that were open and strong. When he met the princess, his heart started singing. Love struck the centaur Bastion. But at the throne, all was not what it seemed. The Viscount did plot and the fool sang her dreams. Who could have known that the devil would lead them astray? Dutiful lovers, though only just met, they tried to protect all the ones they loved best. Others survived, but the two lost their lives on that day. Goodbye to the princess who yearned for the sea. Now she lies in the ground all alone. Goodbye to the prince who followed his heart. Now he follows it to the unknown. They took a chance, lived a day hand in hand. Then tomorrow, the both of them gone. Through this refrain, we remember their names, dear Lilith, 
and her bastion.